0: Hi, everyone. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 28th of March, 2023. Later, we'll speak with Wavestone Capitals, Catherine Allfree, about the day's market action, including the lithium sector. It really was a standout. One stock there, rising 68% in just one day. But first, we'll start with some economic news and that of retail sales, which rose 0.2% in February, $35.1 billion spent, But there are signs of a slowdown, which the RBA will have to take into consideration before its April board meeting on Tuesday next week. For more, I spoke earlier with Katrina L. She's a a senior economist at Moody's Analytics.
1: So the Australian consumer is under a lot of pressure at the moment. And this uh, latest retail data really confirms that. And It's not surprising that we're seeing households retreating on spending because they're dealing with inflation still remaining at multi-decade highs. And the the Reserve Bank of Australia as well continuing to lift borrowing costs.
0: To what extent are they moderating in sales?
1: So the the retail the monthly retail trade data has been quite volatile um you know since late last year but if we strip out some of that volatility the underlying trend is one of weakness and we are seeing um you know more clearly the discretionary spending items are are particularly weak, uh, weakening as well so households are not uh Coming out there with the exuberance that we saw, say, early in 2022, they've definitely pulled back on that. And we expect that trend to continue through um, through the first half of this year and into uh, late 2023.
0: You mentioned those household goods type of items. But, but what about your essentials, things like your food? At the same time, we're seeing... Um, people eating out at record levels. They're still spending something like $5.24 billion going out. On food, a record $13.6 billion. So the question is, to what extent do you think inflation is factored into that? What about the volume of the numbers of, of goods and, and, and services being bought?
1: That's a fantastic question. And so when we're looking at the retail trade figures, we need to be really careful. If we're looking at the nominal data, which includes that high inflation element, or if we're looking at real volume data, if we're looking at real volume data, we can see that there is more pronounced weakness. Where if we're looking at the, the nominal retail trade figures, which includes that elevated inflation, then um, that's kind of masking the weakness because it's lifting the the prices that people are paying. So they're actually spending more than what they would otherwise like to be.
0: Finally, we know that this is one of four key pieces of economic data the RBA said it will consider when looking at interest rates in April and a potential pause. What do you think it means for an April meeting?
1: So it's been a, a turbulent couple of weeks for the global economy. And if we look at home at the data here, it's telling us that domestic demand is weakening. So uh, we've got the weaker consumer in particular. So our expectation is that the RBA will pause in April, but we're still looking at one more 25 basis point hike coming in May or June, and then that'll be the peak of the cash rate. And then they'll, they'll hold it steady through the remainder of this year at that 3.85%
0: katrina l there from moody's analytics let's go to the australian share market now which rose one percent the asx 200 7034 lithium stocks really in focus really booming across the board and that follows a 5.5 billion dollar takeover attempt of lion town resources Its share price up 68.5% in just one day. For more on all of the day's market action, including that of lithium, I spoke earlier with Catherine Allfree. She's a portfolio manager at Wavestone Capital.
2: The market's are up because we've had a positive uh, overnight news from US banks uh, in terms of the takeover bid for Silicon Valley Bank. Um, So we've had no more bad news from that sector overnight. So that was clearly a positive lead. And then, of course, this morning uh, we had a takeover bid for LionTown uh, from Mali, one of the largest lithium players globally, and they're making a $5.5 billion takeover bid uh, for LionTown.
0: Let's break those two things up independently. First of all, in the US, as you mentioned, one of the nation's largest regional banks, first citizen, is buying parts of the collapsed Silicon Valley Bank. We're hearing a lot about how global authorities think that the banking system is solid around the world. But is there anything that actually concerns you as an investor?
2: Well, look, clearly interest rates have moved significantly and things are starting to break. So we've seen that in the in the banking World and now the effect is going to come through into the real economy. What are people concerned about? They're concerned about commercial real estate, particularly office in the United States, um, and that is because the U.S. regional banks were the big lenders to that sector. Uh, and so clearly, if they're in strife and they've got you know bad loans, it, it's got a recipe for um, quite a significant pullback over the next couple of years.
0: So the other thing you mentioned today uh, in, impacting the market was that that run on, on um, lithium stocks doing really well today, following that, that potential bid for Liontown Resources, $5.5 billion. What is the state of the lithium market at the moment? What's your take on it?
2: Well, the lithium price, the commodity price itself, peaked in November. And then since then, you would have seen in the news about Tesla, you know, at lowering prices, there's been surplus inventory in China, both at the battery level, but also at the electric vehicle level. And so people have been very concerned. And so we've been seeing nearly a 50% uh, fall in the lithium price since November. Uh, And so it's been quite weak in terms of the overall market. Now, to give your viewers some context, though, you know, the lithium price now is around circa $5,000. It's fallen, you know, nearly 50%. But the long-run assumption for prices used by the market is somewhere around that $1,100 US. And so you know, that is still a very attractive price. Today's bid uh, by Abamali for Town implies around a 1700 long run price. And so this is also what's got the market really excited because they're assuming a much higher price in the long run, the lithium, than the market was assuming.
0: And so what does that generally mean for the outlook for the use of lithium?
2: Oh, look, it's strong, right? You know, you, you look at every automaker. I mean, interestingly, with Liontown, they have three big contracts. I mean, they're not actually producing anything until the end of 2024, but three big contracts, Ford, Tesla and LG. And so they have a very positive future. And I think this is, you know, just another positive sign. What's interesting too, what is the MA, of course, this takeover bid, it's actually, you know, vertical MA integration we haven't seen horizontal, and the big miners are probably the next part parties to come and play in this sector because long-term, it's very positive outlook for lithium.
0: Okay. Uh, locally, we also had retail sales out today. How is that playing through to the market and for interest rate pricing? Because we know that this is one of the things that the Reserve Bank is looking at before it meets next week.
2: Yeah, I found it really fascinating because – the the actual year-on-year number was just over 6%, but it was totally driven by food, right? Food was up 10%, and that's been driven by food inflation. If you actually look at non-food year-on-year, it was only up just over 1%. If I was the RBA, I would be seeing that that is a real sign that the economy is slowing because that uh, non-food in the December quarter was growing over 6%. So we've gone from 6% to 1%. That's a big drop. Right, and it will probably go negative in the months ahead, and that's because you know mortgage rates are feeding through; uh, those high mortgage rates are coming through, and people do not have uh, the money to spend on discretionary items, so they're focusing on just buying food. To be honest,
0: final thing, you know, this in this current environment of still um, potentially rising interest rates, you know, the, the, the feel out there is at least one more, may not be in April, but one more. Still, inflation's a problem. Where are the opportunities for investors, or are there any sectors that you like right now?
2: Uh, I think at the moment you've got to be diversified. It, you know, it's a very macro-driven market. You've got to have plenty of cash to take care of bargains. Um, you've got to be quite selective uh, in terms of, where, you know, where you want to play. In terms of specific stocks, I've got to be really careful because my clients will kill me in terms of if I'm front <laughs> running. Um, so, you know, there's things that we're interested in. We've started, you know, we have actually started buying a few on, the, on uh, Lithium name. We also um, topped up an IAG, we steered clear, we're unders on the banks, you know, so that hasn't hurt us on a relative basis in the last couple you know, last few weeks. So that's been good. Um, and, you know, we've done very well out of the zero, you know, pop over the last couple of weeks, sorry, a couple of months as well.
0: This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only